or call them today at 672-6644. Picked up by the Gators at the 35. Touchdown! Welcome to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF Steve Russell, and the Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's head to the studio with Shane, Steve, and the HBC, Steve Spurrier, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes, indeed. The gang is all here. Welcome to another edition of Inside the Huddle, a Thanksgiving week edition. We are glad you're here. I'm Steve Russell, Shane Matthews, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, alongside Seth Hart producing today. We thank him for his work as we get you set for Florida and Kentucky. And guys, for you guys especially who, you know, this this week normally, coach, you're getting ready for the semis. Shane, you're getting ready to play Florida State. Not not the case this year, right? No, it's strange. Uh, you know, usually, you know, Thanksgiving night, you got the Egg Bowl, which they're playing this week, but they're playing on Saturday. You got the Iron Bowl this week, but it's on Saturday as well. So mm-hmm. you still have a few of the traditional rivalries during Thanksgiving, but not the semis. Yeah, I got to be in conference, everything as we know nowadays. But uh, just briefly, uh, Steve, before we get into all this football, Caleb Dressel, a Gator, yep. uh, set, I think it was four world records in swimming this past week. Uh, the 100-meter butterfly, 50-meter freestyle, and then a 100-meter individual medley, whatever that is. You know what that is? I guess I think that's where you do all, all, all the strokes, I do think. All four. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> greatest swimmer in the world and, and setting world records. He, he's a heck of an athlete. I got a chance to meet him oh, two years ago. He's in the weight room running around. And you talk about an, a fit athlete now. He is fit. And he... I mean, he can jump. I bet he could be a high jumper. He could, he could probably play about any sport. But he's he is the best swimmer in the world. And uh, I, I guess he's broke Michael Phelps, Phelps, some of his records. Yeah, and he's yeah. coached by Greg Troy, uh, the yeah. former Gator swim coach. So, mm-hmm. And that's why he's in shape, Coach, because Coach Troy going to make oh, sure. Oh, he's perfect shape. Yeah, <laughs> but he is. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, let, let's look back at last week. Um, boy, you know, doing the postgame show, fellas, you'd have thought – Florida lost the game, that Vanderbilt scored 50 points. But it is my contention that this is not about – it's not about playing Kentucky anymore. It's not about playing Vanderbilt anymore. It's what the fan looks at because what's going to happen when they play Alabama. You agree with that? Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, you don't want to look ahead, but that's what the fans are doing. And, you know, Alabama's a tremendous football team. They've had a great run here for the last X amount of years. And – they're, they're the best offense I've ever seen Alabama have. So it's it's going to be interesting. I, I'm sure the Gator fans are going to call your show Saturday afternoon, late afternoon, and depending on what the score is, mm-hmm. you know, Alabama just beat Kentucky 63-3 to and didn't play their starters very much in the second half. They're going to compare to whatever our score is, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, i tell you what, Steve, I thought we played a pretty good game at Vandy. I really did. Uh, Vandy is not a terrible team. I mean, they haven't won one, but – uh, they're certainly capable. They almost beat Mississippi State, uh, very close game. 
But, uh, yeah, they uh, they came out early, controlled the ball. We didn't get it a lot that first half. But I actually went by and told Coach Dan Mullen he called one of his best games of the year. I really think he did. Uh, throwing off his own one-yard line. And then when we got the ball back and scored right at the end of the first half, that was a huge momentum uh, factor in the game, I think. And, and we're good at that. Look, look back on our games. We score right at the end of that first half. And uh, for whatever reason, those teams that do that usually win the game. Hey, we won by three touchdowns. Uh, Vanderbilt up there. And uh, let's move on to Kentucky this week. I remember, was it four years ago? Kentucky beat us down here. And I remember one of our defensive backs, I asked him, what do you think about beating Kentucky 31 years in a row? He says it's going to be 32 after the game. And that's one reason we got beat. The guys were getting ahead of themselves, thinking we're going to beat Kentucky. And, uh, shoot, everybody's capable. If that ball bounces funny ways, uh, you got to be ready. So, uh, you know, sometimes you don't want to play the greatest game against a Vandy or a lower team. Wait till you play an Alabama or Tennessee or whatever down the road. I, I think, too, when you look at the Vandy game, uh, you know, we, we started kind of sluggish. I guess, you know, they, their tempo hurt us defensively. But I think the fans need to realize, too, this is not an excuse, but it, athletes are creatures of habit. We got dressed at the hotel like a high school Pop Warner team with your pads and everything on, got on the bus, and only arrived at the ballpark an hour before kickoff. We didn't go in the locker room ever at halftime. You went down, they went down in the end zone like you do on Friday nights at a high school game. Mm-hmm. So I think – I'm not using that as an excuse, but I think that may have played into how we – you know, we started a little bit slow, but it, it was not our normal routine. It was a strange environment. Uh, I think we ought to have an SEC, the commissioner, ought to get with the athletic directors and say, we must improve the visitors' locker room. Steve, they're pitiful, yeah. Vandy especially. <laughs> I think Vandy's got the tiniest one of all. Ours isn't very good either. Oh, it's horrible. Guys are all cramped in there. Uh, but it seems like the athletic directors at the SEC schools, they say, well, that's their problem. Well, why don't we all come together and improve the dadgum visitor's locker room? I agree. And uh, give them a little room, give them a little space out. We only get 40, 42 million from television every year. Surely <laughs> we can afford to put a little money in the visitor's locker room. Yep. That's my that's my campaign, Visitor's Locker Room. Well, I, I, I'd be on board with your campaign. I, I happen to agree with that. Uh, let's do Play of the Week, guys. Brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. You can put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. Play of the Week. My Play of the Week happened Friday night. Uh, Purdue throws a touchdown pass to win the game, and they call offensive pass interference. And no, mm-hmm. the defender and the, the receiver didn't even touch each other. And if I'm Jeff Braun, I know he went ballistic. I would have, too. Uh, I don't really know if that's a play of the day, but it was a play of a game that changed, changed the, game. the outcome. Yeah. yeah, they should be able to review that, I think. If they're going to review whether he's inbounds or out of bounds on hardly anything at all, man, you got to go back and look at a play like that because it, uh, it took the game away from uh, Purdue mm-hmm. and uh, gave it to Minnesota there. So that, uh, that, that certainly was a huge play there. Uh, I'll tell you, my play of the week, uh, maybe Dan Mullins' call on our own one-yard line. Coming out, hit that little tight end down the boundary for about 40 yards or so. And uh, at that time, we were up, I think, one or two scores, maybe two scores. But still, that, uh, that, that we went on down and scored on that possession. So throwing the ball off your own one-yard line was another big play in the Vandy game. Shane, you, that was my play too. Uh, but uh-huh. it, it just 
it just maybe because there's more emphasis with all the replay now, but it just seems there's more poor calls this year than I've seen that have really affected outcome of games. I don't know why that is. Yeah, you know, and, and I understand on the on those plays where, you know, it's uh, the quarterback, his arms going forward, you're not sure if it's a forward pass or a, a fumble where they don't blow the whistle now so they can go to review and get it correct. But when you – there is neither defender or the receiver touch one another and you just call a phantom offensive pass interference just blows my mind. Okay, now time for questions of the week for – these two gentlemen here brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. If you have questions for Coach Spurrier, you can send them to questions at InsideTheHuddleHBC.com. Let me just say to you, we love the questions. Can't get to all of them. Uh, I try to pick them randomly. Um, so here's one, a Gary in California, Coach. Did you seriously recruit the Mannings? Do you think their dad would have been hard to deal with? I heard that Rex's dad was really hot-headed. Does Rex live in Florida? Is he involved with the Gators at all? Lots of questions there. Yeah, we recruited uh, Peyton, and uh, Danny was a redshirt freshman here at the time. And, uh, uh, you know, we he came, he visited, and all that. And uh, when he committed to Tennessee, I actually told Bob Sanders, the recruiting coach, I said, you know what, that's probably the best place for Peyton Manning because we got Danny Waffle here. Uh, Shane was finishing up, and uh, I said, it just it clears the air. If he had come here, huh, what were we going to do with he and Danny Werfel? Yeah. Somebody's got to transfer. So it, it, it worked out for both Peyton Manning and Danny Werfel. Sometimes as a recruiter, you want to get all the guys. Well, sometimes you have too many guys in one position. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm thankful he didn't come because it – Gave Danny Warfel all Danny Warfel his teams did was win four straight SECs in a national. So I'd say it worked out pretty good for Danny and for Peyton. Uh, he asked about Rex too. Doesn't hey, he live in the Tampa area? Somewhere it, down South Florida. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah, he's in South Florida. Yeah, I don't know what all he's doing down there. We need to get him back up here a little bit more. Uh, he uh, he finished up with Zucker and that staff, and of course played I don't know eight or nine, ten years in the NFL. Uh, got him. Uh, to the Super Bowl, I remember one year. In fact, uh, the morning of the Super Bowl, Rex called me up. I'm coaching up at South Carolina, and he said, Coach, just want to thank you for getting me this far. And I said, well, you guys go win the game. Don't worry about thanking me. Uh, but uh, they did not win that one. I forgot who they played. Was it the Saints uh, beat the Bears in the Super Bowl? It was in Miami. Was or was that Indy? Colts, I think. Indy yeah. Colts, yeah, might have been it. But, uh, yeah, Rex was uh, an excellent player here, and I hadn't seen much of him. We need to get him back up on campus. Um, Let's see. Tommy in Huntsville. A lot of mistakes. Here's my point, guys. A lot of mistakes and missed assignments against Vandy. Defensive switching didn't seem to work. Can we beat Bama playing like this? Amen. See? I mean, you know, the, the, the confusion was early in the game. And like you said, I, I had not – I think on Monday I talked to you, Steve. I hadn't mm-hmm. really watched Vanderbilt. I didn't know about their tempo, what, it, what they showed on tape. But it caught us off guard. And I think, it, you know, we, we do a lot of personnel changes depending on, you know, was third and long. you got different mm-hmm. packages. And, and those got us out of position early. But after the first couple of drives, it seemed like we settled in defensively. And sometimes you got to give the other team a little credit. Again, mm-hmm. seven points over three quarters. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's right. We we shut them down pretty good, and then that last touchdown, we just tackled poorly. Yeah, it always amazes me, Steve. 
uh, in the NFL especially, these DBs try to tackle guys up high, and they just they just shred them off. And why don't they teach them if you if you put the guy's ankles together? That's what we were taught in high school to tackle. When you put his legs together, he can't run. But they keep hitting high all the time, and that's that's what we did. Their kid sort of shook us off and went the last 15, 20 yards for a touchdown. Uh, but I, I'm sure Coach Grantham and the coaches they may do some tackling drills this week. All right, uh, let's see here. Miranda and Gainesville. Did the defense make Vandy's quarterback look good, or is the Seals kid a pretty good quarterback? I mean, I, that's like I told you, that's the first time I saw him play. I mm-hmm. thought he, was, he, he threw the ball pretty well. Yeah. I thought he was pretty good. Now, who knows how his career progresses. You just never know. But uh, I thought he made a, a lot of really good throws. I'll tell you, the key is going to be how they do against the Mighty Vols this week. Tennessee and Vandy play. The game got canceled. Got, got canceled, Oh, coach. I didn't know that. Yeah, it oh, got canceled. Man. Postponed. Are they going to yeah. try to play it? Yeah, yeah. yeah going to try and play it. Because Vandy, uh, Vandy might have a chance to win one the way the Vols are going right now. Yeah. But uh, hope, hopefully they'll play each other. That's a big game up in the state of Tennessee. John and St. Pete, guys, Wisconsin lost to, lost to Northwestern. Ohio State didn't look great against Indiana. Penn State still winless. Michigan down. Is the Big Ten worse than the ACC this year? Hmm. It probably is because you could say with Clemson and Notre Dame, those are two pretty good teams, part of the ACC this year. So, um, yeah, I mean, Ohio State was up at one time, thirty-five to seven, and just kind of. Hold I don't want to. I don't want to say fell asleep, but the other Indiana made plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wisconsin surprised me. I thought they'd score more than seven points against Northwestern, but Northwestern's for real. You got to give those guys credit; they're undefeated right now, and then. Uh, Michigan, they had to barely scrape by Rutgers. Rutgers had a wonderful chance to win that game. Uh, Penn State, I think, plays Michigan this week, so that'll be a battle of one-time, big-time football programs. We'll see who wins that one. <laughs> okay, uh, good question from Chip in Lakeland. With Pitts coming back, do you see the Gators using all three tight ends, or does Pitts take all the downs away from Gamble and Zipper? They perform well the last three weeks. Hate to see them lose their playing time. Well, obviously, I think Pitts is going to play play a lot, but those other guys will play now. Whether or not as much, uh, you got another receiver there that's pretty doggone good in Kyle Pitts. So they'll uh, they'll keep rotating them in and out a bit, but Kyle Pitts will play a lot, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think it just depends on what Dan and them see what they can do. I don't know if you'll see a three tight end set because you're taking out a bunch of really good mm-hmm. skill guys. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when your best player comes back it hurts their playing time it just that's that's the way it goes jeremy and daytona beach the dolphins bench Tua during an off game how does that affect a rookie quarterback's psyche is that a hard call to make as a head coach it wasn't a hard call for me to make because uh if we had another player that was pretty good and one guy was struggling uh, we'd give the next guy a chance, whether it be the left guard, the left tackle, the defensive back, the safety. Uh, you know, if players are not getting it done, you give the next guy a chance. That's what I've always thought. And some people say, well, you hurt the quarterback's confidence if you take him out and this, that, and the other. But our guys, after they got taken out, they came back better players. They all did. Uh, Rex, we had to set him down one game. I remember he came back better than ever. Uh, so it's all how you mentally look at it. Uh, if you say it's no big deal, Tua will be back, and uh, I, I think he will be. But if they have to put Fitz in there again, hey, put him in there. Got to win, right? Yeah, I mean, I think Brian Flores and them have done a good job. They, they've made it clear that Tua is their guy. 
Uh, but he clearly wasn't playing well the other day. Fitz comes in there, and, and it's a one-score game. They drive down, the, and, and they don't score. But, you know, they've already stated, you know, Tua's back as a starter, and I think they understand. If they weren't in the playoff hunt, they wouldn't care. They would have just let Tua just keep battling away. Love this one. Cash in Orlando. JT Daniels had big numbers, 400 yards, four touchdowns. Georgia fans are now saying they could have beat the Gators by two touchdowns with him. What do you all think? Well, JT throws the deep ball very well. I think we saw that. Mm-hmm. But, again, I, I took more out of that game that Mississippi State played better than Georgia. Uh, they played with 49 scholarship players, a bunch of DBs. that were walk-ons, I believe. They gave up a lot of balls over their heads that they mm-hmm. shouldn't have. Uh, because of the scheme but you know JT Daniels can't throw it that doesn't mean they would have beaten Florida um you know we'll see it's been this one game he can throw the football though I tell you what was interesting is that Georgia ran for eight yards Steve Russell I don't know if that's a all-time record low for them or not but think about it they ran for eight yards and still won the game wow uh and I think first time in eight years or so they they had 400 yard passer but uh no, they, uh, they're they still not like those teams Kirby's had, I think, his first few years there. Wow, I didn't realize that. Oh, Mississippi State shut them down. Yeah. Wow. Kristen and Clearwater, UCF almost beat Cincinnati. Would that help the Gators in any way? Is there a path for us to get to the four-team playoff without winning the SEC? But no, because if you, if you don't win the SEC, you got two losses. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Two losses uh, might get you – out, but you know Oklahoma's got two losses. They may win their conference, and yeah, you never know. They may win out, and maybe there's only three teams with one loss. They think so. Uh, you don't know how it all play out, but normally two losses will put you out. Uh, let's see here, Pablo in Panama City. Noon games are the worst. Eleven a.m. is even worse than that. Who decides what time our games are? We're a top six team with a Heisman favor. Don't we deserve a more prime time slot? A lot of time it depends on who you're playing. I mean, mm-hmm. Vanderbilt gets that noon Jefferson Pilot game, you know. Jefferson <laughs> Pilot, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, television decides what time Darn right. you all play, and you just got to learn to live with it and don't worry about it and, and, and go play. I used to – I think we talked about this when the Gators went to uh, Texas A&M. I used to tell the guys, we're playing on Eastern time, so we're playing at noon. They are playing at 11 o'clock. We don't play in the mornings. We let them play in the mornings. We're playing at noontime, okay? And, uh, and we kept trying to keep our clocks on Eastern time uh, during the road trip. Um, Coach, I'm going to ask you this question. Um, look, I know it's a coach's job and players' jobs, too, to be at, to be at their peak. But it's, that's impossible over the course of a season, isn't it? You, mm-hmm. There's just some, some games, some teams, you get – you know, more psyched to play. And I think the teams that win, if they're not at their peak, they find a way to win. So, Steve, am I wrong in saying that? I mean, it, it isn't the same every week from a team standpoint, right? Years back, they used to say you can only really get up, fired up, or whatever, yeah. two or three times a year, they used to say. Uh, and then, of course, that mentally, that, that's an excuse word for, for not being ready to play. Mm-hmm. So th- there's no excuses. Uh, we got 10 regular season games, hopefully, and then the SEC championship game. And, and you go one week at a time, and, and you try to celebrate your victory right after that night and then start getting ready for your next opponent uh, come Monday or so. And uh, that's what you try to do. And if you're not ready to play and you get beat, you got nobody to blame but yourself. 
So, uh, oh, I think our guys were ready to play Vandy. I thought we were ready to play very well. Just, hey, didn't go our way early, uh, but we kept in there, stayed in there, stayed in the game, and uh, Kyle Trask and those receivers, and uh, and then our defense got a bunch of stops. Hey, we I thought we had a pretty good game overall. Last one for both of you. Evan and Gainesville. What happened in Tallahassee? How do you cancel a game three hours before kickoff? Well, uh, it's, it's a new world we're in with all the different – COVID issues, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's tough for, you know, players' families, especially from the Clemson area that may have driven down for the game the night before. Um, you know, I don't know all the protocols that they're supposed to go through. Apparently, Clemson went through them. I don't know if they did or not the right way, but um, it's probably good FSU didn't play that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So those are our questions of the week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. And again, uh, you can send your questions to questions at InsideTheHuddleHBC.com. We'll take a break. Come back. Much more to come. Inside the Huddle ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most.
Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. From our family to yours, have a safe and enjoyable Thanksgiving. And thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with our doorbell camera today. Contact them at cpss.net. Okay, welcome back to Inside the Huddle. By the way, if you have a call, you want to ask a question to the guys here on the Campus USA call-in line, that's 392-8255 if you want to talk to them. Uh, time now for our Team of the Week, brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Shaner, Team of the Week. It's, uh, it's a team that lost the game. <laughs> it's Mississippi <laughs> State. I thought they played extremely hard. They only had 49 scholarship athletes, which you're only you're supposed to cancel the game. Uh, you're supposed to have at least minimum 53, but they go to to Athens with uh, 49. They played a ton of walk-ons. They had Georgia on the ropes. Uh, they lose by seven, but uh, it's it's Mississippi State for me. Mm. Okay, uh, coach of the week and team of the week sort of go together. So I got two of them. Uh, first of all, uh, Cincinnati Bearcats. Luke Fickle, their coach. They went to eight and zero had a tough game at UCF mm-hmm. and, and found a way to win it there at the end. So they're eight no. And then my other team and coach is the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Uh Jamie Caldwell's their coach and they went to eight no last week also with a big win. And uh they're trying to start a rumor since the the group of five are not eligible for the college playoff that they ought to have their own playoff and right now you got four undefeated teams uh, those two uh, Marshall and Brigham Young so those four ought to have their little four team national championship for group of five they really should if they're not allowed to get into the big format I have always been a proponent of that I agree and especially this year why not just they they could throw it together here yeah. somehow right and especially like you at all with this crazy year with nothing being normal try it yeah what do you have to lose instead of playing in a bowl game nobody's going to care about put something together like that exactly. have your own but you know anyway that's, that's exactly right they should allow those four teams and, and, and if they stay undefeated yeah to get in with the big boys you know coastal won the national championship in baseball a sure few years did. back Yep. You know, why, what's the difference? We don't have as big a lineman as Alabama. Well, let's find out. Let them go play Coastal versus Alabama. Uh, my my uh, team of the week, Northwestern. Because, Coach, I'm with you. I thought Wisconsin was just going to, you know, out-physical them. They only scored seven points. So Northwestern, either they're not very good offensively or Northwestern's better on defense. But give Coach Fitzgerald credit. Transfer quarterback, 
over there who's made a difference. So mm-hmm. uh, Northwestern, my team of the week, mm-hmm. and they're, uh, they're unbeaten they uh, are. in the Big Ten. Team of the week brought to you by Celebration Point, Future Home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, mm-hmm. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Um, we will take a break. We'll come. Oh, no, I forgot. Coach of the Week. Coach of the Week. Brought to you by the Apple Latin Cafe. Best Cuban food in Gator country. Shaner, Coach of the Week. Uh, my, my Coach of the Week is uh, the head coach of the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Don't even know his name, Steve. Uh, they're 5-1. and one. Their only loss was the first game of the year. Very close to Oklahoma State. Awesome. But they he inserted a third-string quarterback who brought them back from 14 on, I think this was Thursday night. They throw a Hail Mary, force it into overtime, and they get a pick six to win over two lanes. So, mm-hmm. uh, Tulsa's co- head coach is my coach of the week, whatever his name is. I think Tulsa plays Cincinnati the last game of the season. And right. if if Tulsa beats Cincinnati, they're going to win their side, or they'll be second, first and second in, in the conference. And then they play each other again, back-to-back. That's yeah. what it, it could happen. Yeah. Uh, so who's yours, Coach? Well, I, I threw both of my okay. Okay. two teams and two coaches out there. Okay, and again, because with Fitzgerald, I, I, I'm mm-hmm. with you. We'll take a break, come back. Much more to come inside the huddle. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Levántate con el mejor café cubana y comida cubana norte de Miami. Uh, I need the English version today, please. Wake up to the best Cuban food and coffee north of Miami with Miapa Latin Cafe. Their breakfast sandwiches and arepas are made using the most authentic ingredients. Enjoy Cuban classics like ropa vieja and arroz con pollo. With great food, affordable prices, and friendly service from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, you can't beat the Miapa way. Visit them at either of their locations in Gainesville and Alachua. Miapa Latin Cafe, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. 
Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and Sunday Night Football, the NFL in primetime lives right here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle, uh, as we have lots of ground to cover. Uh, We're going to now do, which I think is pretty obvious here, top four teams brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times with more TVs than anybody. You can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Shane, we're top four. Well, obviously it's Alabama, and I got Notre Dame at two, but Ohio State disappointed me, I guess. (laughs) You know, I'm going to keep them there. And then I, I'm going to group Clemson, A&M, and Florida all together. Uh, maybe it's because it's Clemson hasn't played in quite some time and Trevor Lawrence hasn't played, but I'm going to have those three as my f- all as 4A, 4B, and 4C. <laughs> okay. What do you got, Coach? Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty close to what I think a lot of people see it. Uh, yeah, I guess we got to put Notre Dame in the top four right now. Uh, but they got to go to North Carolina this Right, week. we're going to talk about and, that. Uh, yep. North Carolina could upset them. Uh, they, they can score some points down there. So that, that's going to be an interesting game. Uh, but, yeah, they're all in a wad right now. It'll shake its way out these next uh, two, three weeks, I think, with Florida. A&M, they're, they're still alive. they only got one loss. And uh, Clemson's got one loss. Uh, Ohio State didn't look very good in theirs. But uh, it's, uh, it, it's still a lot can happen these next uh, three, three weeks, I guess. You know, I, I know if you guys saw it, um, Coach Allen it went viral with oh, his, yeah. his locker room speech, um, which I thought was really good. If you haven't seen it, check it out. But they impressed me, guys, from the sense of, like you said, Shane, they were way down. And they were on the road. Mm-hmm. They could have just packed up their lunch and gone home, and they didn't. So maybe, maybe it, it isn't so much Ohio State but maybe Indiana's a little better than we thought. Mm-hmm. Because to come back the way they did, the kid threw for 491 yards mm-hmm. and lost that lefty. Mm-hmm. Penix is his name. Yeah, he's it? a Tampa Bay kid. Yeah. He's from Tampa. So mm-hmm. maybe Indiana a little better than we gave him credit for. You know, you know I was thinking, just, just driving in, you know how the ACC this year just takes their top two teams and play each other for the championship? What if the SEC had done this this year? How mm-hmm. mad would yeah. the Gator fans be? Because I would think you take your top – you know, they've taken the top two ranked teams. Yeah. You know, I would say Alabama would, were to win out, and then A&M wins out, Florida wins out. They're probably going to put A&M in there because they beat Florida head-to-head. How, boy, that would be a nightmare yeah. for us. Yeah. But I think that would be the right thing to do. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, how disappointing would oh, it be? Oh, it would be very gracious. Yeah. But, I mean, you have to give A&M – they beat Florida head-to-head, and that's one chip they've got that – you know they can put in it, but if they don't get to the championship game, mm-hmm. that's going to hurt them. Yeah. So, all right. Now, coach, time for one of my favorite times, the chalk talk, brought to you by Melden Law. Mm-hmm. With over forty years of experience, Melden Law 
where you matter most. Coach, you're, it's mm -hmm. your show. Okay, let's put up uh, just the old basic uh, corner route. Uh, a lot of a lot of fans knew back in our day when we uh, had Eric Rett, Fred Taylor, and all these guys, we could run the ball. And the way to stop the run is the old zero blitz, get everybody up there. So that's when we like to block them all and throw the corner out. And uh, so I'll draw it up real quick here. Okay. All right. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. When you're running out the clock, the other guys, they, uh, they got to get everybody up the line of scrimmage and uh, and try to stop it. And a lot of times they sort of sit just like this, and then they got eight of them up here. One, two, three. Corner here, tackle in. So they got eight dudes up on the line of scrimmage. We're in the I formation, and uh, we got we got one on one out here pretty much. They they say you're not going to run it on us. So what we'd like to do is block everybody. This guy will go help out whatever comes here. This guy will come and. He'll block here. Maybe if this guy comes, he picks off whatever's coming up in here, and all these guys block. So we got, uh, we basically got eight blockers there. All right, this guy's got to cover him the whole field. So we, we get down here, try to get close to him as we can, make, maybe peek toward the post, and come out about a 45-degree angle. About a 45-degree angle. And this guy runs a little hitch and under, so it's just... Uh, as Shane would say, you take your steps and get it out there. And uh, of course, we threw this in practice a lot. And uh, and then every now and then, I think Shane's last touchdown, uh, we're playing NC State, and this guy started overplaying it. Right, Shane? Mm -hmm. And so what we do? And we ran a post. And uh, Harrison Houston uh, caught the post. So anytime, uh, man, you got one on one with no help. Now, what a lot of teams do nowadays, they, they try to play on the outside and leave a safety back there. That's what they should do. That at least gives these guys a fighting chance uh, to cover the guy. But when we got one-on-one, -on -one, uh, the corner route, safe throw, you're throwing it toward the boundary, block them all, and uh, throw it out there. Doreen caught a bunch of these, Travis McGriff, Ike, Redell, Quezzy. Uh, the corner route or the post route uh, is really good when they're rushing everybody. Mm -hmm. What's always fascinated me about the upper echelons of football, uh, you guys playing the position of quarterback and coach, mm -hmm. you, and both you guys coaching too, is what you see in film study. In other words, when you prep, right? Mm -hmm. How you know? Do they do a lot of teams show different wrinkles? Do a lot of teams just sort of do what they do on tape? What are some of your keys when you're looking for things like that? Well, like you said, it's it's watching tape, and usually. Formation-wise, you kind of know what coverages you should get, and then that kind of dictates what the route concept should be. You know, the corner route, I think, Dan, I don't see our receivers running the corner route as much. Kyle Pitts is the guy. They line him up to the single receiver side attached by himself with the back, and the back either runs a swing or a flat to try to control the flat defender, and then Kyle Pitts runs that corner route, and he's a huge mismatch. And then he's caught what we call a cover-two post, it's not a deep post, but it's about that 18 to 22 yards over the ball. So, um, you know, film study shows you what they're going to do according to your formation. Now, they can change it up, but uh, I think you've seen Kyle Trask this year. He's changed the play a lot at the line of scrimmage. Like, Coach used to give us the freedom. 
there's a, there's a better play. There's a good play for every defense, and so, sometimes it's the quarterback's job to get you to that good play. Yep. You know, one of the things, Coach, that I've always admired about you and what you do is you – well, how many times have you said you better change the play? Right, if you see something, yeah. right? How many? You better change the oh, play. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, I'd say, how could you leave that play on? It had no chance. <laughs> so, uh, and that's why you got to get the play in early as, as play caller. You got to get in and, and get them up to the line of scrimmage where it's time to uh, change the play. Also. Uh, and the other question I want to ask is, with coverages today, and I know it varies team to team, but do teams? How much do teams now try and disguise? what they're doing is it tougher now for quarterbacks to make those reads yes and no but again it just comes down to you know you can see the body language of the defenders what they're trying to do uh, but it all goes down to watching them on tape um, you know they can't disguise too much because then it gets them out of position if they don't show it quickly enough uh, but you know coverages are coverages i think the teams that do a lot of the combo extravagant type coverages are georgia and alabama mm-hmm. uh just because that's what they've done for so long and um you know but damn all of them found a weakness in that georgia pass coverage mm-hmm. we'll take a break come back we're going to go over some of the key games this week as inside the huddle continues espn 98 1 fm 850 am wruf Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town, as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, MyIT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. 
And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. our family to yours have a safe and enjoyable thanksgiving and thank you for listening to espn 98.1 fm 850 am wruf the home of the florida gators and now more of inside the huddle with shane matthews steve russell and steve spurrier right here on espn 98.1 fm 850 am wruf and anywhere in the world Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. Okay, welcome back. We're going to do our games to look for. Brought to you by My IT Masters, your one-stop shop for your business's technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. All right, guys, going to take you on a uh, trip around the college football world for some big games here. Uh, and remember, it's Thanksgiving weekend, even though it doesn't seem like it. So let's start with a Friday game in the Big 12, big one. Two ranked teams, Iowa State at Texas. Should be a fun one to watch. Uh, Iowa State's that team that's always hanging around. I think they control their own destiny to win the Big 12 or get to the championship game. I'm not sure how they're doing their their league this year either. But uh, I just think Iowa State's going to find a way to win and keep Tom Herman on the hot seat. Yeah, Iowa State, I think they beat – Somebody forty-five to nothing last week, so they they're playing well right now. Texas, uh, it's at Texas, so in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think Iowa State. I'll go with Iowa State. Me too. Like the yeah. Cyclones. Yeah. How about this game? Notre Dame, North Carolina. Coach, you're right. This that Carolina can score. Yeah, yeah. Sam Howell can throw that thing, and mm-hmm. they they have an explosive mm-hmm. offense. Uh, you know, it, this is going to be a track meet. And can Notre Dame keep up scoring? I think Notre Dame will try to control the football with their run game. I think they squeak one out in Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick the Tar Heels in a big upset. Yeah, they, uh, wow. they can score a lot of points. But, uh, yeah, I'm sort of going out on a limb in case I'm right. People say, <laughs> that Dan Spurrier's pretty smart, isn't he? And if I'm wrong, nobody gives a damn. That's right. That's, that's the way you should you pick a game. That's exactly right. Um, Okay, let's uh, move on here. How about this game? Ready? Penn State, Michigan. Yeah, boy. Uh, wow. You know, but I like Michigan only because they made the quarterback change and the kid threw for almost 300 yards and yeah. four, four touchdowns to lead them to a victory. I just think Penn State has a lot of problems. Yeah, I agree. Michigan got a big win over Rutgers, and they're hot right now. Michigan's <laughs> hot, so I'm, I'm going to take them to beat winless Penn State. Iron Bowl. Auburn at Alabama. I, I, I like Alabama. I think Auburn uh, is going to have trouble scoring, and I just don't think they can stop Alabama's offense. It's hard to pick against Alabama, but I think it'll be uh, pretty close for a while, and then maybe maybe Bama will win by a couple touchdowns. Auburn's got one chance. 
is is if they can run the ball and keep it away mm-hmm. from Alabama. Mm-hmm. They can't do that. Mm-hmm. No shot. Um, Egg Bowl, Mississippi State at Ole Miss. Uh, well, you gotta you gotta like the Rebels because they can score. But I think Mississippi State. I don't know if they're getting their allotment of players back this week. Uh, they play really really good defense. Uh, Will Rogers I th- was very impressive at Georgia. I think it'll be an entertaining game. It's always a tough game, but I think the Rebels win a squeaker. Yeah, the the Rebel offense has been much better than Mississippi State's. But I think it'd be a close game. Wouldn't surprise me if Mississippi State wins it, but you'd have to pick uh, Ole Miss. Mississippi State trying for three wins in a row. And I'm disappointed it's not on Thanksgiving night like it's supposed to be. Ole Miss can score on anybody. I'm going with them. Georgia, South Carolina. Uh, you got to like Georgia. I, yeah, South Carolina just – I think they're lost as a football team right now. Uh, I think Georgia wins it handily. Me too. Yeah, Georgia would be favored a couple touchdowns. Uh, although I really like that South Carolina freshman they put in, uh, Doty, D-O-T-Y. Yep. Uh, man, he's fast and he can throw a bit. Uh, he's a all-purpose uh, athlete back there at quarterback. I hope they let him play. He was uh, exciting to watch last week. LSU at Texas A&M. A&M hadn't played in a while. I, I like A&M. I just, you know, shoot, Felipe threw for a ton of yards on LSU. I just think Kellen Mond, their, their balanced mm-hmm. offense will be too much for LSU. Yeah, they're well-rested, Texas A&M. They hadn't played in two or three weeks, uh, so they, they should be ready to go. And uh, Felipe, he threw some good deep balls last week, and uh, he fell down a couple of times, hurt him. <laughs> But uh, other than that, Arkansas will give them a good fight, though. They, uh, they, they play with a lot of effort. you got to admire what they've done this year. Um, Felipe's been sacked 23 times. Really? 23 times. That's the most in the SEC. Um, but, yeah, I think A&M uh, is mm-hmm. going to win. Um, okay, we'll take a break, come back. We're going to focus it on Florida, Kentucky, uh, and uh, we will continue here inside the huddle. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. 
Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town, as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem, and Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to uh, Inside the Huddle as we focus on uh, Florida and Kentucky. You know, sometimes I don't remember what I had for supper last night, so going back a year, it's interesting. Remember last year, guys? Florida beats Kentucky 29-21 in a game that Kentucky could have won. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, they were up 14-7 at the half. They were leading 21-10 to at the end of the third quarter. So, I, you know, I know every year is different, and I get that, but this was the start of Kyle Trask's journey, remember? Yeah, it really was, and, and I, I, I can't remember, but that, that's not, that was two, uh, several years ago where Kentucky decided not to cover receivers, right? Yeah. They didn't do that in that game. But, uh, mm-hmm. no, Trask uh, played extremely well, and that, that kind of started his journey. But, you know, Kentucky has, has been a team that everybody thought that they could compete this year. They, they just – they're so bad on offense. Now, they can run the football a little bit, but that's not going to do you much mm-hmm. good here. I, I think Florida wins this game handily. Yeah, I remember that game well. Uh Kentucky uh, was down 22-21, and they missed that short field goal, remember? Yes. The kid pushed it a little to the right, and then we had that little jet sweep. Mm-hmm. And uh, who was it? I think it was Freddie Swain. Or Swain, yeah. Was it Swain 80 yards. or Josh Hammond, one of those? I get them confused. Yeah. Hammond had the 76-yard yeah. run last year, yeah. Yeah. So uh, then that put it up to 29-21. But, uh, yeah, Kentucky, they, you know, they played Georgia toe-to-toe, 14-3 game. But uh, I guess Alabama and Georgia is two different opponents so right now. So, uh, but, yeah, we got to be ready to play. But I think we will. I think coach, uh, coaches will get them ready to play. All right. We're going to get a quick call here on the Campus USA call-in line. Um, Bill, you got about uh, a minute and a half, so go. Hey, guys. Uh, caught Steve in a uh, trivia question uh, the other day. Uh, it was head ball coach. Uh, did he – beat Georgia in 1963, and he said, no, that was his freshman year. He wasn't playing. I said, you didn't see the 
freshman game at the Swamp. And Coach, no, you don't talk about that very much, about your days playing in the uh, freshman league there, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to check in with you. Yeah, I, I count that as a victory. <laughs> we were playing, and we were keeping score that day, I, and we beat them pretty good. I think it was like 44-12, to 12, sort of some funny numbers there. Uh, I remember I threw Jimmy Jordan a little screen pass, and he went 80 yards for a touchdown. That's how you add up your yardage, you know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we had a we had a fun game. That was the only one home game we played as freshmen. We played at Auburn, at FSU, and at Miami, and uh, beat Auburn and FSU. But we lost to Miami somehow down there. I think something like sixteen to thirteen or something like that. But yeah, I count that one every now and then when people say, "How did you do against Georgia?" I say, "I was two and two. <laughs> Heck yeah, I'm counting that one. Okay, Bill. Yeah, take care, man. All right, thank you, thank you a lot. Um, yeah, that's hey, they, you, as long as they keep score, right, Steve? Yeah, right? it counts as a game if they you count. keep score. It wasn't, a, it wasn't just a little practice thing or anything. It was a real game. Had referees and everything. That's there. right. <laughs> Nobody uh, in the crowd except parents, but uh, that's what we're doing today. Yeah, you know, yeah. basically parents and friends. Uh, that was about who we had at the game that day. Um, mm-hmm. As we close today, uh, I want to thank Seth for uh, producing today. And uh, just I, I hope. Everybody knows what a joy it is to sit beside these two guys. Mm-hmm. It's always fun for me, uh, and I just judging by people who are listening and the questions we get, uh, we hope you enjoy it too. Uh, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving, fellas, and a Same great holiday. And uh, we'll see how the Gators do on Saturday. And they got to get ready to play in Knoxville, so uh, mm-hmm. they all count. Yeah, noon game uh, this week. So uh, looking forward to getting there early and getting out early and watching football all day long and all night. Yep. Yeah. We're early. Uh, eight a.m. Yeah. Eight a.m. Shaner. Yeah. Eight a.m. Saturday morning, big guy. It's going to be early. Uh, that's going to do it for our inside the huddle for this week. Thank you for listening. And again, uh, if you're going somewhere for the holiday, please be safe and enjoy it. I'm Steve Russell. Dan Patrick is next, and I'll see you back here at noon. So long, everybody. less and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, crime prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the Best of the Best in Gainesville and the Ethics and Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Thank
Thanks for listening to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF's Steve Russell, and Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. If you'd like to ask Coach a question, email your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Podcasts are available at WRUF.com, the WRUF app, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Picked up by the Gators at the 35. Touchdown! Inside the Huddle is paid for by Weeby Marketing.